Welcome to the Northeastern Next podcast, your channel for the latest alumni stories in Boston and beyond. In this show, we'll catch up with Northeastern alumni who are out there achieving what's next. In 2020, the beauty industry is all about skincare. We can love the sun, but also know the risk to our skin. Lauren Rampello is the founder of Pure Glow and is bringing an organic and sunless tanning solution to Boston. Hi, Lauren. Welcome to the Northeastern Next podcast. You are my first guest in the beauty industry with your company Pure Glow that offers organic spray tanning. And I'm not that familiar with this particular industry, so I did a little research and what I realized is that spray tanning or what they call sunless tanning is actually very much about wellness and skincare too. The more we learn about the harmful effects of the sun and skin cancer, and I'm I'm only assuming that this demand for a safe sunless tanning product will only increase. So going off of that, can you just tell me a little bit about Pure Glow's origin story and why did you start it? Absolutely. Thank you, Megan. And thanks for having me on and for taking an interest in Pure Glow. I certainly appreciate it. You know, what you say about kind of the growth and awareness regarding you know, the risks of skin cancer and irreversible sun damage as well is absolutely true. You know, truly many people don't realize that skin cancer is the most diagnosed form of cancer in the U.S., and it's also the most preventable. So really, Pure Glow was born out of a need for a professional sunless tanning service that was free of toxic chemicals. So really, what I mean by that, it's you know, safe for regular use. You know, that really looked and performed like the real thing. So, you know, my story kind of gets started. I was living in Southern California after Northeastern where the sun and sunless tanning is far more commonplace than it is in Boston. And um, really, that's kind of where I became privy to how far innovation in the sunless tanning space had come. So as recent as the last eight to 10 years, chemistry in the sunless tanning world has taken a really big leap. And really what that's made possible is, you know, these far more believable natural looking tones of, of kind of your glow or your tan. So having seen these natural looking tans um, where you really can't distinguish the, the real from the faux was this catalyst for a new line of thinking for me. So at first it was really like, hey, you know, no matter how beautiful they look, I know better than to spray chemicals all over my body a couple of times a month. But I, that really kind of just had me start to begin thinking and, and researching the ingredients that made up these cosmetics and, and professional products and how they worked. And what I learned from there started me on this kind of journey to bringing Pure Glow to life. Great. And so you started to touch on this, but what were you seeing with these competitors? You're, you're saying toxic chemicals. Why is Pure Glow different? And tell me a little bit about how you kind of figured out that this was something that you needed to change with your product. Yeah, yeah. So, so truly, when I kind of knew this was really what I was going to be moving forward with, I set out to solve a number of different things that I didn't like about the competition. But there really are two things that, um, you know, I've been really focused on since the very start, and that's clean, effective ingredients and high performance. So, at Pure Glow, our approach to kind of glowing in a healthy way means really ensuring that our product and our experience is free of all known toxins. 
And also that it looks, the results look and perform like a real tan. So a little bit about kind of conventional spray tans and, and sunless products. Um, as a rule, for the most part, across the board, they're loaded with toxic chemicals that we don't need to be exposing ourselves to. So, you know, things that you might have heard of, things like parabens, formaldehyde, believe it or not, um, ingredients like PEGs. So, you know, that was something that really from the get-go, you know, there's a huge opportunity to improve. And then, you know, the industry itself is notorious for unnatural looks. So, right, we've all seen and heard of an orange spray tan. And, um, you know, and we've also heard of, you know, spray tans fading, really patchy and noticeable. So, you know, it's a huge relief to be able to pr prove to people when they come in and tan with us at Pure Glow how natural looking a professional spray tan can be, you know, and also as well as, you know, how effortlessly a high quality product will fade. So, you know, a lot of it is kind of just bringing people, um, you know, up to speed with, you know, what is possible in the sunless tanning world. Yeah. And I think, so you're an entrepreneur, obviously, and you have a business background from Northeastern. So how did you go about learning this unique color chemistry and all these, you know, ingredients that you're talking about? Maybe it has something to do with your team or how you did this research. But I, I think that's a common thing with entrepreneurs is that you are innovating something, but you still have to learn something that you wouldn't have known or anyone would have known before. Yeah, and I think what's so fun about kind of really building something from the ground up is the there's a tremendous amount of learning. And I'm always learning. So that's, that's definitely true. So for me, specifically in Pure Glow, I truly believe like when you're motivated to learn, anything is possible. So in terms of learning about like clean, safe, effective ingredients, I started with a lot of research. And then I began to approach public safety professionals, physicians, chemists, and so on to confirm or really validate what I was learning, because you really can't go based off of the internet alone. And so, you know, and then when it actually comes to formulating itself, you know, you really need to lean on a professional cosmetic chemist for that. But as a client, you know, the more informed that you are and the better that you can articulate your vision and your goals, the, I think the better your, you know, your results ultimately will be. So that's kind of been my approach to, you know, going from zero to, to where we are today. Great. And where are you located? You do have a store, correct? We do. So we have one store in um, in Boston and another opening soon in the suburbs in Wellesley, which we're very excited about. We are located in the heart of Boston's Back Bay neighborhood on Newbury Street. We love the neighborhood. Such a wonderful neighborhood to, to work in. Honestly, we can't ever imagine leaving it. But it's really it's a great mix of residents, people who work nearby, out-of-towners who want to visit Newbury to shop or dine or do their grooming. Um, but we actually chose Back Bay after polling our entire client base in 2015. So the, the company really started, you know, at the end of 2014, and we're looking for real estate for almost the entirety of 2015. So we had a pretty solid client base at, at that point. So you know, mid to end of, of 2015, when we were aggressively looking for space, and the results overwhelmingly pointed us to the neighborhood. So um, that was really how we chose Back Bay, and then you know, the address on Newbury Street really just proves, kind of validates who you are as a business, as a new and growing business. So that address was important to me when I was looking in the neighborhood. And what made you really want to open a store in general? I think we're seeing sometimes trends of these on-the-go beauty solutions. Why was that important to you? Oh my gosh, a really good question. <laughs> so really, really two things. So I can tell you from experience, I started the business 
because I bootstrapped the business, I started with a concierge service. So the goal here was I wanted to prove that people really cared about our approach and and the importance and our passion for organic and non-toxic ingredients that also were effective, that worked really well. Um, but I wanted to prove the concept and made sure that that was something that people really cared about before, you know, I went into, you know, all the expenses and and the overhead of, of a brick and mortar and, and other types of growth. So I can tell you that having done that for, I think we were on the road for almost three years because we did brick and mortar and traveled at the same time once Newbury opened, traveling throughout a city, especially a city like Boston that is not, you know, a grid is tremendously difficult. But more important than that, the experience that you can provide in a brick and mortar location when you're working one-on-one with someone is, is really just tremendous. And, and that experience that we are able to create in our own studio and is a huge part of Pure Glow and what makes us different than going to another spray tan studio or going to get, you know, going to a department store or any kind of other salon to get these services done or, you know, as opposed to doing it at home on your own. So that, um, that one-on-one connection with the, the customer is, is huge for us. So speaking of the customers, I know, especially on your site, you talk a lot about this transparency with your ingredients, integrity, and you're talking about this kind of concierge one-on-one service. So what would you tell a potential client who has never spray tanned before uh, and might be afraid to or, you know, people who have all sorts of complexions? How do you go about that different approach? Yeah, absolutely. So I'll tell you kind of our, our secrets, truly. And then, um, you know, we have a lot of clients come to us that are very nervous and concerned. And, and the truth is, we tell them, you know, the industry has given you a reason to be concerned. This industry of spray tanning or sunless tanning does not have a pristine reputation. <laughs> we are trying to change that. But the truth is, every spray tan solution is completely different. So our solution was actually designed for a fair skin clientele because we were opening in Boston. And um, truly, Megan, a lot of our clients look like you. Um, We definitely have, you know, quite a a variety of skin tones, but you know, people who maybe don't naturally have as much melanin are often the ones who need to protect themselves in the sun the most and have, you know, the least opportunity to get any natural sun, which in a lot of ways is, is really kind of a blessing in disguise. But um, truly, our solution works in a way in which your skin actually picks the color. So it's very, very unique, not us. We control the look, which is something you'll learn more about when you come visit us, our menu of looks and how we, you know, go about about our, our service experience. But this kind of the way in which the chemistry of our solution works allows you to always have a tan that looks natural to you. So for example, if you cannot tan at all naturally in the sun and you're just going to burn to a crisp and you're going to go from red to zero, which a lot of our clients naturally would, you're going to see a really beautiful, subtle pink undertone to your tan that will look very different than someone who has a more olive complexion naturally. They're going to look a lot more brown and olive than you would. So it's really incredible. It takes the guessing work out of out of the equation for our technicians. And truly, it's kind of our way of, of sharing with you that you will never get an unnatural looking tan with us. That's great. Great to hear. Maybe I'll have to check it out. And <laughs> So I learned about Pure Glow because you were recently featured on a panel at an alumni entrepreneur event that we held here in Boston. Tell me about that experience and why you like to engage with the Northeastern community. Oh, sure. So the panel event was so fun to be a part of. It was really, really well done. Um, I was speaking beside two very successful alumni at totally different stages in their companies with very different you know, experiences to mine and really so much value to share. Uh, so it was really nice to just be brought together by you know, like-minded individuals. There were alumni, students, and, and others in attendance. And it really just kind of... Um, 
you know, everyone joined together to chat about business and learn from one another. So it was just a really nice environment to be a part of. So it was a great experience. It's funny because I wasn't able to attend in person, but my colleague who was there said they had to cut off the Q&A, that people were asking so many questions. And I think that's what's unique about, you know, creating an alumni community around something as you know, bonding as entrepreneurship because yeah, yeah, the panelists had completely different ventures and companies, but you can still give advice and talk about common problems, common things that you're facing. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. We were all, um, uh, three of us were kind of floored by A, how good the questions were and B, how many they were. We were like, wow, this is more engagement than you're used to in a panel setting. So it was, yeah, it was a great, a great group. Yeah, so here at Northeastern, we talk about this, entrepreneurial ecosystem and opportunities for alumni, not just students. And I think that's something that is – people don't always know that. People know what's available as a student resource, but that you still have a lot of these benefits as alumni. And can you talk about your experience, particularly with the McCarthy's Venture Mentor Network? Absolutely. And in short, I am just getting started with the Venture venture Mentor Network, and I've already seen tremendous value in such a short time, so I can't recommend it enough. I am personally working with a woman right now named Sandy, and her background is in corporate marketing and leadership, and her perspective, her experience has been so beneficial already. Ready. And I think we've only had two meetings, <laughs> which is incredible. Mm-hmm. You know, as the only founder of Pure Glow, it can be really, you know, lonely at the top. Your, you know, decision making can be limited. So it's, you know, really been wonderful to have Sandy to bounce ideas off of and, and talk things through. And, you know, knowing kind of her background and, and where she's been, it's, um, it, it's just a tremendous type of support to have. So I've been really happy already and, and truly I'm just getting started. Yeah, that's great. I think I, I was speaking with a colleague who works in the Venture Mentor Network and how it's this opportunity for people at all levels to kind of get support. So whether it's someone who's looking to mentor younger ventures, or I think she gave me an example of someone who has is a serial entrepreneur, but then so has a lot of mentoring opportunities, but then wanted to submit a venture too. So I think it's great the more stories that we can share, kind of like yours, even at the beginning of this, that these opportunities are available for alumni, not just students on campus. And I think as, as you see in some of these events, people have a lot of ideas and, and a lot can come from that sharing mentality. Absolutely. So true. Let's talk a little bit about your growth strategy. So you have the store on Newberry Street, the one that you said you're opening in Wellesley. What, what are you looking to do with this brand? Yes, the the big question, right? So, um, so truthfully, I feel like I listen to a lot of business podcasts. You know, people of all different stages, and you know, really a lot of people who have really made it. And I think it's always so funny because I often hear, "Oh, I never knew it was going to be this big," or "I never knew it was going to be so successful." But I feel like Northeastern students, myself included, um, you know, very ambitious, really ready to go. I have been focused on you know building this brand and, and really expanding since the very beginning. So while we are just beginning to expand now, I feel like it's a long time coming. It's something I've been spending a lot of time and and energy and and putting effort behind for many years. And we're just kind of beginning to see units duplicating now. But essentially, very recently, I have made a decision. We're really going to focus our um, our effort and invest more in company-owned growth. So I've been exploring a number of different avenues over the last, you know, three to four years. We've been ready to grow, you know, expand beyond Newbury for, for quite some time. 
But I really want to make sure that, you know, we're doing it the right way and, you know, the way that kind of fits in with the larger picture. So ideally, we are hoping to, you know, enter in some major markets in the coming years, but we're going to start with the suburbs of Boston, which are a, a very different market, I think, than being right downtown in the city of Boston. And then, um, you know, we're just beginning to develop, really build out a, a corporate team now. And that will hopefully position us to um, really get into some major markets in the you know coming years. You know, we have our eyes on New York and Miami and DC, Dallas, some some really great places that I think will benefit from from our um, you know healthy spray tanning. So very excited, but but definitely focusing on one one new studio at a time. <laughs> That's that sounds smart to me. I think a lot of companies can try to go too big too soon. And I know you and I had talked about like you had explored franchising and all these opportunities where there's a lot that goes into that in terms of the control of your company. How are you? And I've, I've seen some of those not do well. I've seen some do very well. And it's it seems that you're definitely taking all the thought and research into those avenues to really make it a strong growth strategy. So it's good to hear. <laughs> that is the goal. Thank you. We've, we've really had clients asking for so many years now, when are you opening another one? Where is it going to be? So I, I feel a little relief to be able to tell them, yes, that is the plan. It, it just takes some time to, to do these mm-hmm. things. <laughs> Absolutely. So what would you say is the number one piece of advice you would give to other entrepreneurs? Kind of a big question, but there's got to be something that's top of mind. <laughs> Big question. Boy, there's a, there are a lot of things, but I think my advice would be to be sure that you're pursuing an opportunity for the right reasons and really that your passion for solving the problem or creating a better way to do things is really a real motivation for pursuing your venture because once you start, it doesn't stop. So, you know, you're working around the clock, your brain never takes a day off, it requires all kinds of sacrifices, but if you're in it for the right reasons, then you're going to thrive. So I would say that's that's probably the the number one thing I would try to impart to someone. And looking back now at the growth from concept to now, do you have a proudest moment? That's a good question. I think it would have to be the decision to open studio number two. So, you know, Wellesley, which we're hoping to open next month, it it feels like I've been planning for growth for so long. Like I said, our clients have been asking for other studios to open for so long. They want to share it with their friends. They want maybe it to be a little more convenient if they're not in, you know, in the city. And, you know, it feels like the natural next step. So, you know, the goal really is to make healthy tanning more accessible and you have to, you know, you have to have more units to be able to reach more people. So I think, um, I think this might be it. I'm really excited for, for studio number two. Yeah. And well, you're, you're kind of answering this already, but because this is the Northeastern next podcast, we ask what's next for you. So Obviously, you're opening this new studio soon. What about your team and, and growing that? What What is top of mind for like on the horizon for what Pure Glow is going to be? So believe it a whole lot. 2020 is shaping up to be a year of tremendous growth and learning for us. So in addition to opening another studio location in Wellesley next month, we're building out a corporate team for the first time, which will you know hopefully enable us to begin planning expansion efforts to markets be, you know, outside of Boston. And we have three really big announcements. Some of probably the biggest news we've had since we started planned for between now 
in September. So I am unable to disclose <laughs> at this time exactly what those are, but anyone interested should follow along on Instagram. We are uh, at Pure Glow Tanning, and I'm really excited. One will be launched very, very soon, hopefully within the next four weeks, and then a couple more between now and September. So, are you sure you don't want to give Northeastern Next the exclusive? On <laughs> I too, but I might disappoint my team if I don't let them announce it. We announce here, so very soon, very soon it's coming. That's great. So, and I'll plug those in the show notes. That's also of where people can find Pure Glow and learn more. But it sounds like a really exciting business, and I'm personally excited to learn more about it. And um, thank you so much for your time today and calling in. Thank you. So nice to meet another person in the Northeastern Network. And I really appreciate your time as well. So thank you. Thanks for listening. Learn more at Pure Glow Tanning on Instagram and pureglow.com. During this difficult and socially distant time, I'll be bringing more alumni stories straight to your ear. Please reach out with ideas for next guests at my email, me.brisson, B-R-I-S-S-O-N, at northeastern.edu. This is Megan Kirk-Brisson from the Office of Alumni Relations. I'll talk to you soon.